0: I'm so thankful for breath, for life, for heartbeats. It's just, you take those things for granted until they almost got taken away from you. Or welcome back. I'm Cassie and this is A Wicked World. Before we get into today's story, I just wanted to briefly talk to you about today's sponsor, Ana Luisa. Again, Ana Luisa has impressed me with their beautiful jewelry. And as you may or may not know, they always offer the best prices for the quality that you get. All the pieces I have still look brand new after months and months of wearing them. Their earrings, bracelets, necklaces, and rings are not going to tarnish or dull after only wearing them for a few weeks, like so many other jewelry pieces that you might buy online or elsewhere. And don't forget, Valentine's Day is coming really soon. Like, you need to buy something now, or you're not going to get it in time. Which, speaking of, I still haven't bought my husband or my daughter anything for Valentine's Day, so I gotta get on that. However, you do still have some time to order some gorgeous and high-quality Ana Luisa jewelry because they ship super fast and it's free, too. I love free shipping. I'm sure you do. I'm the kind of person who will have an entire cart full of stuff, get to checkout, realize that shipping is $10, and say, "Nah, never mind, forget it, too much. So free shipping is a big deal. Here are some of my latest pieces from Ana Luisa. This necklace here is my new go-to. I love this one. And here are some of Ana Luisa's options for heart-shaped jewelry, which is obviously perfect for Valentine's. So click the link in the description box below and get up to 25% off everything on Ana Luisa's website for a limited time only. So the story I have for you today is one that's so random and unbelievable, and this little boy was right within his mother's reach when something awful happened. This is the story of Landon Hoffman. Landon Hoffman was born on January 24, 2014 to his parents, Carrie and David Hoffman. Landon also has a twin brother as well as a sister. He is a happy, friendly, and sweet little boy who loves hockey, soccer, and school. On April 12, 2019, five-year-old Landon and his mother, Carrie, went to the Mall of America in Bloomington, Minnesota. They were there that day to meet up with one of Landon's friends from preschool and his mom. So shortly before 10 a.m., Carrie and Landon met up with them on the third floor of the mall near the Rainforest Cafe restaurant. As the two moms were standing there chatting, the boys were looking at the robotic alligator out front of the Rainforest Cafe, when suddenly a man approached and began whispering to the boys, Carrie thought this was sort of strange, but she figured the man worked at the restaurant and asked him if he was going to turn the alligator on. The man said no and gave a strange sort of smile. So Carrie, not knowing what this man wanted, asked if he wanted the boys to not be standing on the rocks in front of the restaurant. The man replied back, oh no, no, you're fine, you're fine. And before Carrie had a chance to ask him anything else, suddenly this man grabbed Landon, ran and threw him over the railing of the third floor balcony in the mall. It was more than 40 feet above the floor below. Carrie screamed no as she saw this strange man lift her son up over the railing and toss him. But it was too late. Landon was already up in the air and over the balcony. Within mere seconds, Carrie started running towards the escalators and ran down them to where her son was laying. As she did, she was screaming, No, Landon is not going to die. Looking back, she says she barely even remembers doing it because she was in such a panic. Now, Carrie's screaming, as well as the horrible event that had just occurred, caught the attention of most people who were in the mall. This included a pair of pediatric nurses who happened to be shopping that day. These nurses were able to help with CPR as a crowd quickly formed around Landon's body. 911 had been called, but nobody knew what to do as they were standing there waiting for the first responders to arrive. But Carrie just asked that everybody just pray for her son, because Landon still had a heartbeat and he was breathing. And luckily, the first responders arrived quickly because Landon was suffering from multiple life-threatening injuries. CPR was administered by the paramedics at the scene, and then he was rushed to the hospital. Carrie said that she had gotten into the ambulance with her son, and right before the doors had closed, just for a second, she said that he opened his eyes. Now, the man who had thrown Landon over the third floor railing was named Emmanuel DeShawn Aranda, and after he had thrown the little boy from the third floor, Emmanuel had tried to flee from the scene, but a bystander ran after him and attempted to apprehend him. But Emmanuel grabbed this person, threw him up against the wall, and then he was able to continue fleeing. Emmanuel would be caught very shortly after by police and placed under arrest. They had caught him while he was trying to board a light rail train. Emmanuel was charged with premeditated attempted first-degree murder, and he was held on a $2 million bail. At the time of Emanuel's arrest, he told police that he knew what he had done was wrong, but he had been looking for somebody to kill that day when he went to the mall. Apparently, Emmanuel's advances had been denied multiple times by multiple women who worked at the mall throughout the years. And after all these rejections, Emanuel had gotten extremely aggressive and decided to lash out. Emanuel also told police that he had actually intended to kill an adult that day at the mall, because they stand close to the railing, he said. But when he saw Landon, he changed his mind for one reason or another, and decided that was his new target. The thing was, Emmanuel had actually been banned from the Mall of America on two previous occasions, but his most recent ban had expired in the last few weeks. The reason for these bans was because Emmanuel had a history of aggressive behavior while he was at the Mall of America that dated back for a few years. In July of 2015, he had been arrested for throwing things off of the upper balcony. And when police showed up at the time of this incident, Emmanuel initially resisted arrest. However, he was later convicted of fifth-degree assault and interfering with a peace officer. Later the same year, Emmanuel was accused of throwing drinking glasses in a restaurant at the mall. This incident had occurred when Emmanuel approached a woman who was waiting for a table and oddly asked her to buy him something. When she refused, of course, because she didn't know this man, Emmanuel allegedly threw a glass of water in her face and then threw a glass of tea, which hit her in the leg. At that time, he was ordered to leave the mall, and he was given a no trespass notice. He also pled guilty, again, to fifth degree assault after this incident. And on yet another occasion in this same year, in August of 2015, police had been called to a local library because a man had been smashing computers. Apparently, Emmanuel had been reading something on Facebook that he decided he didn't like, so he took his anger out on the computers. To this, he ended up pleading guilty to the charge of first-degree property damage and was sentenced to serve 28 days in prison, pay restitution, and undergo anger management training, which clearly didn't do much. Emmanuel's mother said that even though her son has a long history of mental illness, she never thought he would do something like this. Well, I would hope not, because if you did think he was going to do something like this, I hope you would have done something. His mother also said that he had only ever been officially diagnosed with ADHD when he was younger. And a few nights prior to the Mall of America incident with Landon, Emmanuel had actually showed up at his sister's house, punched her in the face, and then left. His sister would later say that Emmanuel looked like a zombie. She had looked into his eyes and saw no soul. There was also another incident in 2014 that Emmanuel had instigated at the Golden Nugget restaurant in Chicago. Emmanuel had gone into the restaurant one Sunday to have breakfast when a customer who was sitting near him at the counter started speaking in Spanish to a server asking to be moved because he said that Emanuel smelled terrible. So terrible, in fact, that he couldn't even finish his own breakfast. Gross. But apparently, Emmanuel knew Spanish and understood what this man was saying. He got up, screamed, told him he knew that he was insulting him, and cracked the plate over his head. After cracking the plate over his head, Emmanuel had then rifled through his backpack, pulled out a knife, and tried to stab this man. The other man was luckily able to dodge the attack from the knife. But Emmanuel wanted to kill somebody, apparently, because he then started running around the restaurants screaming, Someone's gonna die, as the rest of the patrons ran for cover. Police had been called to the scene, and Emmanuel was arrested and charged with assault, aggravated assault, theft, and battery. Ultimately, he pled guilty and was only sentenced to a mere 18 months of court supervision, not even jail. Now, as for Landon, he had been transported to the Children's Hospital in Minneapolis. He had multiple, very serious injuries, including broken bones throughout his body and a brain bleed. As soon as he had arrived at the hospital, Landon had been rushed into emergency brain trauma surgery. Many of Landon's relatives would gather in the waiting room while the little boy was still on the operating table waiting to hear if he was going to make it. They waited and waited, and then finally a doctor came out, and he told them that Landon was gonna be okay. Bones can heal, Carrie thought, but when she heard that his brain was fine, she breathed a huge sigh of relief. After Landon's surgery was over and he had been brought into a recovery room, Carrie sat beside him and said that listening to him breathing with the machines beeping was the best sound she had ever heard in her life because that meant her little boy was alive. So even though Landon had made it, he still had extensive injuries that would take quite some time to heal. The fall had shattered his wrists, hands, and elbows, broke his femur, and shattered the bones in his face. During Landon's road to recovery, he would have to have over 15 different medical procedures done, including having fluid drained from his lungs and stomach as well as a surgery to place a stent inside a vein running through his liver. Landon also had surgeries for two broken arms, a broken leg, facial and skull fractures, and removal of his spleen. A GoFundMe was set up to help Landon's family pay for previous and ongoing medical treatments that had been a result of the incident. And the page had a goal of $500,000, but they ended up raising over a million which is good because apparently Landon's medical bills totaled over a million dollars in the end. The family then gave an update on May twenty-four, two 2019, saying that Landon had been suffering from complications from his injuries. However, they were non-life-threatening, but he did have a long road ahead of him. After a long four months, Landon was finally released from the hospital. All his bones had healed. However, he did have an injury to his frontal lobe which had changed him from a quiet and shy child to a louder and more impulsive one. But Landon, who loved school, made it out of the hospital just five days before he was going to start kindergarten, so he was able to make it to his first day of school. Now Landon doesn't remember anything about the day of the incident or any of the bad parts of his recovery. When he is asked about his time in the hospital, he just tells everybody about the wheelchair races he had with his grandma and the games that he played with his dad. Landon says he just feels normal. When your friends ask you about what happened to you, what do you tell them? I tell them that it was me that got thrown. And they say, really? And then I show them everything on me. And then they believe it and then... Sometimes, like, some people don't believe it, but I don't care if they do or not. I just care that lots of people do care about me, and I care about them too. Landon, you're doing the Landon dance? Yeah. While being in the hospital was difficult, Landon also has many happy memories there. What about the hospital do you remember? Eating the popsicles. Every step of the way, Landon determined to get better. And you think he'll have a completely normal life now? I think he can have the life that he wants to have, yes. In May 2019, Emmanuel Deshaun Aranda took a plea deal and pleaded guilty to premeditated attempted murder. There had been an aggravated circumstances component added to the charge that could have meant an additional year in prison, so not much. And Emmanuel's mental health history never came up in court. And when given the opportunity to address Landon's family and the rest of the court, he declined. Emmanuel was ultimately sentenced to 19 years in jail. However, with his good behavior and time already served, Emmanuel will be eligible for parole 12 years from the date of his sentencing. While Landon and his parents did not make this court appearance, they did make a statement. They said, Your act was evil and selfish. You chose to listen to the worst parts of you that day. That is where your impact on us stops. You will take nothing more from us. Then in December of 2022, the Mall of America settled a lawsuit with the Hoffman family. The family alleged that mall security should have stopped Emanuel from prowling the mall without mall security closely following him. The lawsuit alleged that the mall and its security detail knew about previous violent, erratic, and aggressive behavior from Emmanuel. So Landon's family ended up being awarded an unspecified amount. And the Mall of America promised to toughen up its trespassing policies. Landon, who is a huge hockey fan, also got to meet his favorite hockey player, Alex Ovechkin from the Minnesota Wild, after a game in March of 2023. The hockey player had heard about all the trauma and surgeries the little boy had gone through in the last few years and wanted to do something special for him. Alex and another teammate chatted with Landon, gave him autographs, and posed for photos. Landon said it was a dream come true. And reflecting on the years since the incident, Landon's mother Carrie said, It still feels unreal. I'm just so happy to be here. We have no injuries, nothing but celebrating left to do. Well, thank you for listening to all of Landon's story today. This little boy was so lucky to have made it through this senseless act of violence by this completely unstable man. It's also scary to think that Emmanuel could be out of prison in as little as seven years. If he's capable of doing this awful of a thing to a child out of nowhere, what else is he capable of? He's not getting any help for his mental health while he's in jail, so... So if you do like true crime and you wanna hear it from me, then don't forget to hit that subscribe button below and turn on your notifications too, so you'll know when I upload a new video, which is two to three times every week. And for some beautiful Ana Luisa jewelry, don't forget to click the link in the description box below and get up to 25% off. Thanks for watching A Wicked World today. Until next time, take care guys, bye. Thank you for being patrons of A Wicked World. Adina, Allie, Amanda, Amy, Angela, Angie, Brandy, Carrie, Catherine, Catherine, Cecilia, Celia Cruz, Claire, Danielle, Danny J, Drew, Eric, Frank, Georgia, Haley, Hannah, Jackie, Jen, Jennifer, Kara, Christy, Lori, Marion, Mary, Mal, Mimi. MJ Kelly, Neoma, Nikki, Owen, Ray, Robin, Sharon, Starlit Sky, Stephanie, Susan, Tammy B, Tammy S, Tamra, and Whisper216. You guys rock. Now, there's even more of A Wicked World on Patreon. You'll have access to exclusive videos each month and more. Any support truly helps to make sure the victims never get forgotten and to highlight the shortcomings of society associated with each case. So check it out at patreon.com slash awickedworld or use the Patreon app. Do you have a suggestion for a case you'd like to see me cover? If so, send me an email at crime at gmail.com.